0: Make me laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy pod driven by listener inputs. My name is Pete at the controls today. Look, you know, people have been messaging me about vehicles, and three of them said that I was, quote, against them and their cars. Here's the fucking problem. You're intertwining your self-worth with your car. That's it. Don't define yourself solely based on the vehicle you drive. First, there was a Jeep guy, okay? And I started making fun of all the accoutrements and winches and shit on the fucking Jeep that I know he doesn't use. Then I pointed out the little spare gas tank he mounted on the upper side of the thing. And I said, dude, this is like a quart of fucking gas. What is that even going to do? Oh, it looks cool. Okay, well, it's not functional, so it's, it's dumb. And then another guy with the truck... Basically told me, he said, I can run you over with my truck. Okay. You're not going to dude. you're not going to run anybody over with the truck. You're afraid to get a fucking scratch on the truck. Okay. Now let me give you the third one, which is an example, a real world thing that happened in the community here. A guy had a huge truck. It was jacked up way higher than it need to be. Clearly some misplaced masculinity issues, but aside from that, the practical issue well I can haul so much gear in this truck no you actually can't haul shit in the truck. why? because you jacked the thing so high that you need a fucking ladder to put anything in the truck bed okay this is again a real example. the guy the guy we I saw was trying to put some items in the vehicle and struggling. Pete what was he trying to put in there some he was loading up some drywall some dimension lumber. No, this guy was trying to put fucking smoothies. Yeah, fruit, vegetables, blended smoothies into a fucking truck and couldn't do it. And what happens? The smoothies end up splashing onto the pavement, causing a huge mess, right? So that's what happened. We ended up with wasted money, wasted gas, wasted blended fruit and vegetable products. Quick break, back with more hilarious content. Five. The Five. Yeah, no, he's up there at the fucking corner at that new smoothie shop. And I fucking noticed it because the thing is like 15 feet high. And of course he can't. <laughs> he fucking spilled all the shit. Now nah, it's a fucking true story. Oh, hold on. Oh, right back now. Sorry about that. The executive producer here needed some background data. We are going into the fives with five reasons executives are too busy to fix problems crippling the organization. Coming in from Bill Sierra. Number one, corporate golf tournament. Number two, reason executives are too busy, happy hour. Number three, NCAA tournament starting. We need to fill out our brackets. Number four, Too busy. Need to analyze weekly status reports provided by senior leadership team. Number five. Gotta go run the business. Duty calls. Let me give some explanation on these since Bill just provided a a list. All right. One was corporate golf tournament. All right. There you go. Right out of the gate. We know golf. It is the best team building exercise known to man. No, it's actually not. You know how I know? Because I've been to these golf events. There is no team building. It's just stuff like, hey, uh, nice shot, Smith. I see. It looks like you've been getting out to the range. Yeah. Maybe Smith should be getting back to work and fixing issues plaguing the organization. Hey, if uh, if Paul doesn't pick up the pace, then by by God, we're going to play through. Right? That's, you hear that on the golf course, play through. And I've been with people that act like playing through is like the most momentous decision they've ever made. Then they go back to their office and stare at PowerPoint slides for like six weeks because they don't have the balls to make any real decisions. Executive decision-making. There's books about it. Strategic decision-making. Data-driven decisions. I could tell you right here and now the whole secret to effective executive decision-making. And it is this stop being a complete coward, right? Bill, how did you lead your organization to such a great comeback in this quarter? Well, I, uh, I listened to the MML podcast and it said to stop acting like such a fucking spoiled brat. It was so much more effective than my MBA program from Harrison university. (laughs) Go ahead. Look back through history and you will find that the biggest badasses of all time act decisively. Joan of Arc, uh, G- Geronimo, Rosa Parks—all MML listeners—you <laughs> just got to stop being afraid. Um, but when, you know, when I started this, I was very clear: this is a comedic podcast. Number two reason, Bill Offered. For the executive's failure is happy hour. Okay, we got to go to happy hour. Pete, it's been a long day. We need to go blow off some steam. Okay, it's been a long day. I know how this rolls, right? You start at 9 in the morning. You read five emails. You respond to maybe one. Then you go to an hour and a half lunch and brag about how busy you are. Then you come back from lunch and you start blabbering to basically anybody that'll listen You know, about how, you know, the happy hour starts at four and we got to get ready. Right. And then what happens? The four o'clock happy hour and these executives show up late because they're going to claim they were at some abundantly pressing meeting. Right. That happened. Oh, it was a last minute thing. We couldn't we couldn't be here on time. We so busy. Dude, keep the happy hour. I'm not even going to go to any more happy hours ever again. I can barely stand to work around these fucking clowns. Now you want me to go out with them and pretend like I'm having fun? No, thank you. I have really pressing business at home. Yeah, I'm going to be designing a new forearm workout. That'd be great. Pete, are you going to join us for uh, drinks at the happy hour? No, I really want to, but uh, there's a very important personal matter I have to attend to back at the house. Imagine that. They'd all be talking in like hushed tone. Pete, Pete, Pete has some issues. I don't believe, I don't think he believes in, in, in status reports anymore. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty as charged. And home. Home, away. Attending to personal affairs, forearm workouts. Third reason Bill offered. Uh, NCAA tournament is starting. Executives too busy need to fill out the brackets. Oh, they're too busy uh, fucking watching um, Netflix or whatever. I don't know. They don't know anything about college basketball, yet they probably spend half their time in March getting ready to fill out these brackets. Fourth reason, (laughs) Pete is bitter about life. No, I'm kidding. Can't be there. I need to analyze weekly status reports provided by senior leadership team. Okay, let's be very, very fucking clear here. I've gone through this many times. Nobody cares about status reports, and yet... Still, I deal with these panic-stricken, nerve-wracked people who are worried about the status reports. Pete, I would love to t- talk to you about the uh, macroeconomic impact of AI on our world, but I have to complete my status report. Really? Did Geronimo fill out a little quad report every week, listing his risks and opportunities? Yes, boss. There's a tremendous opportunity in the upcoming quarter to kill a bunch of motherfuckers. No! He just went out and executed. Stop being a fucking coward, okay? Fifth and final reason the executives are terrible. Gotta run the business. Duty calls. You ever hear that? You get the esteemed executive who graces you with their presence when they come into the meeting for like 10 minutes and spout some bullshit out. We're going to establish a culture of respect, openness, and innovation. And then they fucking leave claiming they have to return to some abundantly pressing issue, right? Which is probably just fucking filling out their status reports for their boss because everybody's got one. What's so important here? I'm not trying to make this out like I'm this pristine person of the highest moral character and standing. Then again, I'm not the one getting up, standing there, claiming to have some grand strategic plan. And then, you know, running out the door immediately afterward when it would come down to the nuts and bolts of how you would actually do such a plan, right? Oh, I've got to go. There's a, uh, a church fire I've got to put out, right, right. What is it, a non-denominational church which opens its doors to everyone that you care about? You know, all I'm trying to say in this highly comedic yet oddly compelling, and fact, rich rant is that these motherfuckers are full of shit, right back with more hilarious content mail 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 mail. Mail mailbag today very quick because i kept you long on the fives with my ranting and raving all right i'm just gonna go into the old inbox on the fly today subject dude it's me okay pete how's it hanging All right, don't like that opener, but uh, let's continue. I know we haven't talked in a while, but I have a new place I wanted you to check out in Florida. It's so cool, so close to Disney and to the beach, too. You got to come down and stay. Uh, No, this is weird, not typical MML stuff. I'll continue. There is a short briefing they give when you get here to the complex, which is basically telling you about all the amenities and stuff we have. So let me know what you think. I have a couple weekends in June when I will be at the pad hanging. Let me know and can't wait to see you. Signed, your Oh my god. Your guy Tommy. Jeez, I should. <laughs> Folks, Tommy is one of my old friends and from the sound of the email he got roped into a timeshare is what I'm sensing. Look, the basic deal And just here, Tommy, if you're listening, as I can tell, you're trying to get me to buy into this timeshare. If I had to guess, I'm guessing there's something in it for you here. And I'm not going to come down there and go into this briefing. It's not going to happen. I'm going to ratchet your DBQ score right up to 99 based on this, Tommy. Selfish. Let me be honest. I've been to these timeshare pitches. I know how they go. They have all these high pressure sales tactics, some bullshit where they give you a free dinner and then take your entire life savings and pump you full of propaganda to keep you from murdering the uh, the staff until you get back home and realize that you just signed your own financial death sentence. Tommy, is this what it came down to? Get old Pete Z to come down to Florida and bail your ass out? I'm not going to do it. The last time this happened to me, very specifically, some guy sold me a bill of goods and told me my whole family was going to get a free dolphin boat tour, all right? And I was dumb. There was no dolphin tour. I didn't see a single fucking dolphin. Because when I went to the dolphin tour overview, it was all about buying into some dumbass timeshare. I wasted half a day. And then they made me feel like an outcast of society when I told them to go fuck themselves. So dumb. This is really par for the course, Tommy. You know, I'm going to reply to you right now because I want to make this very clear. Here we go. Reply. Tommy. Thank you for your opportunity, but I'm really busy this spring. So busy. Actually... I'm super booked all through the summer. It's too bad because your place sounds really great. And although I'm guessing you're once again only now realizing that this wonderful (laughs) Florida condo thing is actually leading you directly to financial ruin. I know what you're thinking. I'm actually um, really booked for two years And I actually have been diagnosed with a skin condition. The doctor says if I cross the Georgia-Florida line, I will burst into flames and physically disappear. Kind of like your bank statements. (laughs) Best Pete. Okay, when I get more time, send. I will go into more details about the wonderful Tommy. Tommy who, if you ever talk to him, will regale you with some story about how he's figured everything out about getting ahead in life. And then if you see him a couple weeks later, he'll have it all figured out in a whole new way. And he will tell you that he's got it wired. Pete, you won't believe it. I got it totally wired this time. And it's going to be something completely different. Okay, more Tommy as I continue through the podcast. I'm going to introduce some Tommy talk as we go forward. Pete Z sounds like. Pete sounds like this week from Hip Hop Hero. It says, suck it. I'm the real Triple H, Pete. <laughs> Number one, Pete sounds like a man that inappropriately uses the phrase feeling your oats. Keep your hands off my oats, Pete. Number two, a visibly embarrassed Chuck Norris in Walker, Texas Ranger, after he's been stripped of his badge for conduct unbecoming after an incident in the basement of a Domino's pizza store. (laughs) Basement of a pizza shop. I thought that's where they said Hillary was setting up shop. (laughs) Sometimes you got to have a little medicine with the comedy. Don't worry, it'll go down easy. Number three, Pete Z sounds like a person that is auditing a college course and is reviled by all other students. Stop raising your hand, Pete. We don't need your insightful comments. We just need to get through this. Please walk out a second story window, crash into the bushes, and get carted away by paramedics never to return again. That's a long, Pete Z sounds like. That's rough. I would like to go back to university and get some new knowledge, but I guess that's not going to happen. Number four, Pete sounds like the middle-aged man that puts a bunch of cool tech stickers on his laptop. Dude, stop trying to act like a 14-year-old and start acting like what you are, a freaking clue bag. (laughs) Come on, you know, you gotta have some stickers on your laptop computer. Fifth and final, Pete sounds like an orthodontist that is literally a savage. Easy with the pliers, Joseph Mengele. (laughs) Okay. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in. We covered a lot of ground today. Trucks, corporate leaders, my pal Tommy. Well, Tommy, I'm going to bump your DBQ rating down to 93 just because I know you're a good person at your core. We'll be back next week, uh, and I'm going to discuss the value of wearing Saucony brand running shoes and apparel. Uh, You know, keep the comedy content rolling into Pete Z. Comedy at Gmail. I really appreciate it. If you like the show... Tell a pal with a similar humor appetite. Perhaps another apex predator like yourself. And I can't stress this enough. You want to be a true leader. Be decisive and more importantly, don't neglect your forearms.